Hi, I'm Catherine Delgado. And I'm Priya Kamath. And you're listening to FIRST. Today's episode of FIRST features Arsema Aklog. The three of us actually met through Model UN, and today I'm excited to hear about how Arsema took her experience, joined a global nonprofit organization, and became the Undersecretary General for the MUN at Home program. I think I can speak for both Catherine and I when I say that MUN has really had a great impact on our lives. So we're really excited for our listeners to be able to hear about our summer's experiences and maybe even get involved. That being said, let's get right into it. Sama, can you tell us about your experiences in MUN? Sure, and first of all, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I started in MUN in about sixth grade. Uh, our school had a program where we would team up and go to the San Diego Regional Junior Model United Nations Conference. So that was kind of my introduction into the world of MUN. And as like the years passed, I found that I was more interested in kind of going into the leadership aspect of MUN. So, um, and, pre- and then I got interested in going into leadership and I became the vice chair. And from then on, it kind of um, snowballed into other opportunities, which is where um, I got involved with MUN Impact. So yeah, and I think definitely, as Priya said before, it just gives you a really holistic view of the world that I didn't have before. And I'm Ethiopian, so I I think that gives me a unique perspective where my country is often the beneficiary of a lot of United Nations initiatives. Um, so when we would talk about things in committee, um, I would have a firsthand experience of how um, my relatives and people back home actually benefited from different organizations and NGOs, um, especially through the United Nations. So yeah, and I'm so fortunate to be able to have that experience. Yeah, definitely. And um, I started in MUN when I was in sixth grade, and I'm a year older than both Priya and Arsema, so I started a year before them. But the year after was Arsema's first conference, and every conference after that, we kept seeing each other. And like every May, we'd see each other's faces and be like, I know you, I saw you last year. And we were always like debating the same topics and talking about the same issues. And we noticed that there are a lot of issues in the world that are really unaddressed and we need to um, start learning about them and start taking action. And that's why I love MUN. Um, I always say that like every journey has a starting point and um, the SDR Jamie conference was the start of mine and I, I'm not a delegate anymore. Um, I mainly staff, but with my activism and like everything I do now, it all started at that point because before I was like a really shy person and I don't think I really cared about like global issues, but being a, um, introduced to that at such a young age just like catapulted me into this like life and like extracurriculars and like everything I do is surrounded by activism and helping others. So that's why I love it. And for me, I actually joined MUN a little bit later in comparison to Catherine and Arsema. I was a little bit of a chicken and I didn't join in middle school. But um, when I finally did join in ninth grade, I found like a really 
big passion for Model United Nations because like both Catherine and Arsema said, I never really realized these kind of world issues. Like there are a lot of issues that are centered within the US that I was very aware of as I was just starting to get into like activism. But I never realized the extent of the issues that surround the world and especially like within other countries. So I thought MUN gave me such a great perspective um, that was different than like the advocacy I was doing in the US. And not even to mention, I have met so many amazing people and like my public speaking skills have improved so much through MUN. Like I never would have been able to have worked the guts up to make a podcast if I hadn't been in MUN um, and if I hadn't gone through all those conferences and like I've been forced to go up there and speak in front of rooms of people. So I'll forever be grateful to MUN because it's really helped me grow as a person and learn so much about the world. 100%. And I think something that's unique about Model United Nations is it teaches you a lot about perspective. So having to step into the shoes of a whole other country, even if it's just for a couple of days, really does give you an insight into how policies are formed and how those um, actually affect the people that are being governed. And so um, I think I, I cannot stress enough how much I've taken away from those experiences. Um, I've spent nights researching the day, days before conferences, and that just makes you all that more prepared. And you really do take these ideas and ideals out into the real world. Yeah, that's really inspiring. Now, inside your article, you wrote about a lot of really cool things. So we're going to go by like step by step. So the first thing you talked about was something called MUN impact. Can you go over that a little bit? Of course. So I am a part of this organization. Um, it's a nonprofit global organization called MUN Impact. And our main goal is to um, use NUN to inform, inspire, and motivate um, our participants into actions in support of the sustainable development goals. Um, so everything that we do within the organization is centered around action for the sustainable development goals. And within the organization, we have have different sectors. I personally work with Mun at Home, which is a month-long course for middle and high school students to learn about how Model United Nations works and how to research country policy and things like that. We have another another part of Mun at Home called Mun en Casa, um, which is basically the same thing as Mun at Home, but in Spanish, and we're actually working on a French um, version as well. So you can really see how um, accepting and kind of uh, how daddy works within a global organization such as my impact we also have um, other parts of the organization such as omen which is basically um, online model united nations debates so whereas um, my at home focuses more on um, teaching um, it's a lengthy course that goes over a lot of specifics these debates are usually centered about one topic um, and we have junior omen which is for middle school students um, there's one for high school students and then there's a new project for university students so I think um, it's a growing organizations 
organization. And even beyond that, we have men impact diplomats, which um, are in regions everywhere around the world. We have men or region diplomats, Asia, um, North America, every we have um, practically every continent. So they really work to um, for, further our organizations and um, our organization's cause and look for partnerships within um, already existing universities and um, yeah, companies. Yeah, that's incredible. And when I started with Model UN, our agenda was focused on the Millennium Development Goals. And those um, ended around 2015 and I, um, the UN transitioned to the Sustainable Development Goals. And I know your, your organization, MUN Impact, focuses on the SDGs. So can you tell our listeners what are the SDGs and why are they important and relevant to us today? Yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. The Millennium Development Goals expired in 2015. So after those um, kind of went away, the UN proposed the new set of uh, 17 targets called the Sustainable Development Goals. And what those 17 targets um, kind of strive to achieve is a better and more sustainable future for all. So within these 17 goals, which include um, zero hunger, no poverty, access to healthcare, climate change, et cetera, practically everything that you can think about, um, there are even more specific targets within those. So there's a lot of initiatives and organizations that work to further those goals and Mud Impact is one of them. And what we do, we have a lot of projects across um, our organization, but our main goal is to get students educated and learn, have them learn how they can make an impact and how, um, what SDG they would like to focus on. They're all interconnected, but um, focusing on a specific aspect or specific solution that you'd like to see achieved is really, really important. So that's what we are trying to do. So now that you've kind of given us a rundown of what the SDGs are, can you tell us what the impact of them have been? Like what, have, what, what has been the outcome of those targets? Sure, so these SDGs have kind of uh, acted as a global framework. So something you can look to um, as a basis for solutions and ideas. Um, we really, really stress sustainability because what happens happens often is you have short-term solutions that don't really have a long-term impact, which is kind of counterintuitive to the cause. So by fault, a lot of organizations use this as a framework to look back on um, and use as a checkpoint. And there's a lot of websites that show um, how um, these specific targets can be implemented. So a lot of private NGOs um, use this as a basis for their work, usually within um, specific communities rather than um, nations as, as a whole. Yeah, that's amazing. And thank you for educating us and our listeners on the SDGs and your organization. So why should youth get involved with MUN and the SDGs? Yeah, so this is a really, really important um, aspect of our organization. Currently, there are about 1.8 people between the ages of 10 and 24, which means that we're the largest generation of youth so far. Um, which means that it's our responsibility to be the, the current ages of agents of change. Um, and what we're trying to do is empower youth and give them the resources and tools that they need um, to solve these issues that we see in our communities. Um, the statistics show that um, almost 90% of the current youth 
within these age to 24 worldwide are in developing countries. So it's really up to us. Um, and we've already been uh, doing a great job of that so far, I'd say, um, within the new rise of um, the climate movement and a lot of other things, especially within the US. Um, but what we need to do is start thinking more globally. I think sometimes we're trapped in a bubble of kind of privilege and um, what that means in our day-to-day um, -day lives and don't really expand on um, we've been afforded since birth that other people might not have. So I think um, youth definitely need um, to take this seriously and actually think globally in terms of the solutions that they want to enact. And the SDGs are a great way to do that. And so is Model UN. Um, Model UN, in my opinion, um, honestly, being a more informed global citizen is essential no matter what career um, that you want to do in the future. It's not just for like poli-sci or international relations. Um, within every spec um, sector, um, in the world. I mean, you have to have some kind of um, global worldview or to have much of an impact in the generation before you. So that's something that you can definitely um, achieve by um, pursuing Model United Nations and Money Impact is a great place to start. Yeah, definitely. And I think with the crisis happening in Yemen and the blast that happened last week in Lebanon, I think our community is starting to take a more global perspective but I always think that we can do more. And I think um, MUN Impact and MUN at Home is a great start for youth who wanna get involved. Yeah, so going off of that, Arsama, um, can you tell us a little bit about how someone who is interested in MUN or MUN Impact can get involved? Yes, I'd love to talk about that. We have um, a honestly a role for everyone. We really um, stress the idea of collective impact. Um, I think what you see in a lot of um, conferences and clubs that you have at school is there's one captain and everyone else does what they can. But within a global organization like this one, we're all constantly seeking um, for new people, whether that be as delegates, as mentors, or even part of the leadership team. So if you're interested, um, if you already have Model United Nations experience and you feel like um, you'd like to educate other kids um, about kind of a Model United Nations skills and how to do research and um, how to prepare for debate, then Mun at Home is the perfect place for you. Um, our seventh round is starting soon, so I'll be sure to share um, that um, sign up link with um, Catherine and Priya soon. Um, if you're completely new to Model United Nations, which is completely fine, then perhaps you might want to join as a delegate. We accept um, middle and high school delegates, um, so you would be part of a one-month course. You can always sign up for um, uh, the next rounds as they come along. We focus on a different SDG every month, so it's not like you'd be um, relearning the same things over and over again, but I definitely encourage you to sign up as a delegate or as a mentor, um, depending on your model United Nations experience. If you're um, looking for kind of expanding month impact or learning more about what we do, then perhaps um, joining as a diplomat would be um, better for you. You would work regionally with maybe um, clubs and conferences that you're already a part of to further our message about um, the sustainable development goals. But even if you, you're not interested um, in 
either being a delegate or um, becoming a diplomat, I'd highly, highly encourage you to join a club at your school. If there isn't one, you can start it and we have the resources um, to make that possible. If you have any conferences in the area, I recommend that you check them out. Um, I know everything is going online, which is why I highly recommend doing One Impact for the time being, because everything that we do is free um, and virtual, which is um, really convenient, especially during um, this age of quarantine and the current pandemic. But after, hopefully, um, uh, the pandemic is over, um, you'll feel more comfortable um, joining your own club or um, starting your own conference if you're feeling a bit ambitious and we have the resources to make that happen. Yeah, that's amazing. And for those of us who have attended MUN conferences before, especially in the San Diego area with um, SDR MUN, Triton, or maybe even like Scripps MUN, can you tell us how um, MUN impact is different than the conferences that we've attended before? I'd love to. So I think in my experience, um, uh, I speak for myself, but in a lot of the conferences that I've attended, um, you see debate um, as kind of like an, a subjective discourse for certain delegates. It's not really personal. It doesn't personally affect them. Um, and you see that carried out in the solutions or the resolutions that are passed during committee. Um, for example, um, sanctions are a really, really um, popular solution in certain committees. And I think in MUN Impact, since our community is so global, we have people from literally every almost, I think, 100 plus countries, which is um, oh, really great. I think that you, you see people who not suffer, but experience the impact of uh, clause in actual resolutions. It's not something um, flippant that doesn't really affect day-to-day um, -day lives. They've personally been impacted by policies set um, by the government and even um, things that the UN has done. So I think that when you have such a global community, you lose that kind of subjectiveness and um, I guess distancing yourself from the impact that your solutions might have and you see a kind of um, a personal aspect that comes to, into play. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that when you're interacting with such a global audience, whether that be as delegates or as mentors, it really does open your eyes to a lot of things that you may not have known before. And you can always take that back and improve your own conferences um, and improve your own clubs and think about, um, am I thinking critically about how these solutions might affect other countries? Am I not, um, am I thinking about both sides of the situation or am I just seeking to impart my own policy um, on other countries? So I think it really makes you think a lot more critically. And the, I think, a lot of times what we see about um, when we see diversity, it's actually tokenism, uh, where you, um, yeah, it's just um, having a couple of people representative of their entire demographic. Whereas um, at Mun at Home, um, it's really, really um, inclusive. And I think you have countries, um, you have people from countries all over the world, and that really does um, come into play um, within our interactions and within our initiatives that are started within the organization. So I definitely recommend that you check it out. Yeah, and if you're interested in learning more about MUN Impact, the Sustainable Development Goals, and our SEMA story, please check out our website and read our SEMA's article there.
But that's not it for us today. Thank you, Arsema. We really enjoyed hearing what you had to say. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And whether you're a seasoned um, Model UN um, delegate or you just learned about the SDGs and Model United Nations through this article, we have something for everyone. You can be a delegate, a mentor, a diplomat, um, and many other roles that are currently being created since we are a growing organization. I serve as Undersecretary General of Men at Home, so I, I oversee um, all mentor and delegate engagement and interaction. So if that's something you're interested in or you just want to learn more about what we do as an organization, please feel free to reach out. Um, you can find more information at the munimpact.org, which is our website, or you can reach out to me personally um, at arsemaatclog at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to provide you with some resources on how to get involved. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time on First.